So, we all have a lot of things that hold us back, whether it may be expectations, culture, parents, whatever the case may be. We're hoping to be the space which can allow you to express those thoughts and have whatever conversations you need to. My name is Josue. My name is Idia. And this is Unmuted. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, Hi. <laughs> Hi. This is, this is Unmuted. We are here to Unmute. Please say it in a very... Um, how do I put it? Professional voice. Not necessarily professional. Uh, in a, in a, I would say for me an acceptable way. What do you mean? Unmuting. <laughs> like can we sound? Yeah, we, we are like, we are unmuting. No, yeah, like, unmuting hi guys. Today. Like hi guys. Uh, My name is Shazwe and uh, welcome to another episode of Unmuted. Uh, no, no, no. That's too formal. That's too formal. Um, no, like it sounds very you know chic. Ah, chic. Let me let me give you chic. Let me give, let me give you chic. Okay, come close. Come close. Give give us like, the voice. Oh, you want that? You I want, want that. that. I miss it. <laughs> okay. Welcome to another episode of Unmuted. No, do it again. Do it again. No stress. <laughs> no stress. Do it well, well. Welcome to another episode of Unmuted. Exactly. Uh, you Thank like that? You. Huh? I like that. You like that? I mean, your girls as well like that. I'm not a fan <laughs> of it, but they like it. <laughs> wow. Girls be like, ah, his voice, his voice. Why are you recording with his voice? I'm like, oh, please, guys. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, yeah, uh, we're back and um, we're going to carry on from the conversation we're having last time. And we were talking about uh, basically love and we we talked a bit about whether it was something that happened accidentally or whether it was intentional. And kind of we ended on the note that it's generally speaking, it's intentional. And if you want something that is long lasting, it's going to be intentional. Um. So on the topic of intentionality, yeah. I'm going to ask you something. Um, how long does it take for you to let someone into your life? So basically to reach a point where if you're going through a struggle, you tell them and you're like, yeah. oh my God, uh, you know, I have this and this going on in my life. And um, for example, maybe I don't like I'm struggling financially yeah. or like classes are not going well. I'm failing this class. How long does it take for you? I've not gotten a job. Yeah, or like uh, I applied somewhere and it didn't go through and I'm like really sad about that and I'm like, I was was really hoping for this. How long does it take for you to get to a point where you can tell someone that? Or like let someone like, let someone into your life to that degree? I think for me, it's mainly around the person's personality. Mm. It could be as fast as a day, truthfully. Mm. Um, It's just about how I think for me the intention the intentions as well really matter. Okay. But also really really their are, intentions. Their intentions. How do you guess how do you gauge what the intentions are? I think um you can tell mm-hmm. when someone is your life in, I feel like there's this thing I said the other day where um it's like listen to your God your your gods because they tell you but then you refuse. Mm-hmm. I feel like our gods speak to us immediately when we meet someone but then we're in denial a lot of times. We're like, you know what? We're like, uh-uh, this person is not, you know, <laughs> the way you, my God is thinking of them to be. Uh-huh. I feel like when you meet someone who is going to break your heart, someone who is not going to give you a job, like, I thought that you'd know that this person will not give you a job. Mm. This person does not want to speak to you. Mm-hmm. This person does not want to be your friend. This person does not want to be around you. You can tell. Mm-hmm. You know it. You staying there is a choice. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all know it in different ways. Right. And 
for me, being able to tell from the beginning means a lot. Right. And I also have this thing where I work a lot of, with a lot of psychology as well, where I can read people mm-hmm. and I can be like, um, I tell I can tell whether this person wants me around them or not. Mm-hmm. I can tell when someone has like slowly losing interest in who I am. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, before I'll be like, mm, okay, I should make more efforts. But now, the more I become conscious about that, the more as well I'm really practical about saying, no, 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 no. I right. don't want this in my life because yeah. I think I'm so good to say, I'm a woman. I have to be much more conscious of the energy that I keep around me mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I have specific. You know, things I'm trying to address. I'm trying. Are they trying to make money? Are they trying to be successful? Are they trying to earn a degree? Are they trying to you know get a good job or build my setup? And I don't have time to be questioning whether or not you care about me. Right. So I think I can tell from the meeting. My God tells me, and I feel like for mm-hmm. every single person, we have that God. And sometimes our God gets, um, I would say, dirty with other yeah. things. Mm-hmm. The way we feel trauma sometimes, mm-hmm. um, past events, um, the people we have around us and certain things, but all of that really, really, really um, basically affects the way you can tell about truth. And I think your God basically is truth. It tells you the truth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think for me, it's just, it could be a second, it could be mm-hmm. a day, it could be a minute, it could as, but that's the shortest time possible. Even a day is enough. Spending just, I don't even just an event with you. Mm-hmm. I can tell whether or not what, mm. what this thing would last. Yeah. Damn. That's. <laughs> I've, I've noticed you have, uh, you have, I don't know if it's a you thing or if it's a girl thing, a woman thing, but I've noticed you have, since you're attacking me openly. No, 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 no. I'm not attacking you. Okay. Um, you have this thing where you can quickly create a connection with someone. Yeah. And I've noticed it in a lot of women. That's why I was saying it's, yeah. maybe it's like a woman thing. Um, and it's basically like, I feel like it kind of plays into why you can very easily, yeah. even even talking about the last episode, whether you can, how quickly you can realize if you can love someone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not that's not the same to be honest. Not for me, at least. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's it's true for some guys. Like for me, especially in terms of like the like the question I asked. Yeah. Um. I. Not that I can't tell. Well, actually, yeah, no, I cannot tell someone about what's going on in my life just off the back of meeting you. Mm, so. True. Yeah. Okay, I was I was thinking about the question, and for me, my answer would be the way I the way I see if I can be open with you in that sense. Yeah, is that I need you first to be intentional in that sense, or like not intentional, mm. but open in that sense. For you, like when people can you can tell that the person isn't. I feel like you see this is talk about gods, because for you now, I also feel like. Um, because you remember we we knew ourselves before, but we're not that close. I think it's also about you know your will, your ability to identify whether or not the person also wants to be intentional about what is happening in that space, right? And then you you be in. But the question is, why don't you set the foot as well? How how why don't you be the first person to say? Let's say the word is communicate, mm-hmm. communicate that. Are you 
do you communicate with like the different people as well or do you let's let me restructure the questions so we can touch a little bit on other things how open are you with the people that are around you how open are you with me let's start with that oh actually <laughs> so i realized this i was uh we're not going to get into this today or ever um i was at some point writing down my my red flags like my own red flag was it based on me or no 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 okay. no, no. It's just based That's a like good thing. in romantic sense okay so um yeah so one of the things was that i might find it hard to ask for help mm. but i realized it's not necessarily the case so what happens is for Unless me you ask for help you ask for help from me yeah okay so that's 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 what i'm saying like yeah. what i noticed is that in my life i tend to put people in different cate- categories mm. so in the sense that i i have a precedent of okay if i'm having a specific issue in like uh the financial sense or yeah. the spiritual sense or the academic sense i know who i go to so that's usually based on the precedent that we set and we're yeah. like okay you ask me for something in the yeah. financial realm yeah. and i know that eventually once i know that i don't know like you're good and i'm not yeah then i can be like yo can you help me out with this that and yeah. that so what happens is that in terms of communication um i don't necessarily have one person or like specific people who i tell everything yeah generally speaking like i've had my like my brothers those are like my confidants so yeah i will um i will be very open with them about yeah. everything that's going on in my life yeah that happens um but in terms of people who are outside of family who um basically i'm i'm that open with yeah it's not something that i can just be like oh yeah first day maybe like you're open with me and i'm like oh Mm. So in non-family relationships, yeah. I've noticed that it takes a lot longer for me to develop that uh, that connection to the point where I can let you into my life like unfiltered. Yeah. And it's basically a thing of you Loki have to go first because I know I'm solid, so it's not like I'm going to use your information it's, for anything. Yeah, it's I think it's definitely a survival mechanism. Kiss and like, tell. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a survival mechanism where it's like, I know I'm solid, so I know I won't use your information against you. And that's actually my thing where it's like... I oh, no, she's going to use my information against me. When? I mean, a couple Lies. of times. You just Lies. you just hit up me. You're like, uh, mm, this is happening. You're like, oh, this person is... Okay, let me put you back. Can we, can we talk about this here? Remember the other one where I um, had spoken with Randa? I, I feel like you used my information against me that day. How? The way you looked at me, bro. Do, do you mean like the... the yes. The, the, it's okay. It's okay. Let's talk about it. It's okay. End it. End it. End You remember the I situation. Did not, I did not use it against you. All the way you made me feel... Listen. No, 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 The way it was... Hold it was, on. Hold it was on. Like, nah, nah, it was nah, like, nah, Guys, nah, guys, nah, listen. Let's, it was like... Let's, let's stop see, this propaganda. Your person has come in. And I'm like, bro, why? Why are you doing this to me? Let's stop this propaganda. I felt safe telling you my stuff. I you did that me. All I did was look at you and be like, <laughs> I did not use it, I guess. Technically. That's, I feel like we need to talk about 
what extent we talk about use here because that's also use. use using as in confidential information yes. to either incite tempt well tempt somebody or tell other people that's what we talk about you know kiss and tell it depends on what kind of tempting yeah. but then you know how that felt for me that's the thing mm-hmm. anyway let's move past that <laughs> guys the question on the table here is how open are you with the people in your life how do you communicate with them are you open with everybody to what extent and what does it take for you as an individual to open so we're really addressing basically why do you open up to me and you know i probably will share why i open up to you as well but yeah why why will you open up to anybody or let's say chris or somebody else well it's basically what i told you like <clears throat> uh so what i was saying is like it next cannot time, next time i get into bottles of wine I told you. <laughs> I to- I even told you. You're like, ah, where are we getting drunk? So, um, yeah, uh, it's not something that could develop straight away, mm-hmm. but in a way, it's kind of like the environment we create, like mm. the two of us. So, like, we'll create a precedent of like, oh yeah, we can be open in this. Like, whenever we're talking, we'll talk about. Um, like everything that's going on in both of our lives. Yeah. So we kind of we have set a precedent of we can talk about whatever's going on in our life, regardless of what area it's in. Whether it's like we know each other, we know each other from school, yeah. but it's not just school that we talk about. Yeah. So, in order for me to reach that point, it's we set a precedent. Like me and that person, we set a precedent of okay, we're ready to open to each other up. Yeah. We're, we're ready to open up to each other. Yeah. And we regularly do so. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, from now I know I can be like, oh yeah, yeah. this and this is going on in my life. Yeah. I'm going through it, but you know, I'm good. I'm handling it, but this is going on. I think for me with you is the fact that, um, and it's something I see truthfully as a friend. Mm. And I always have to rectify the fact that we're a friend because, you know, a friend because <laughs> people take it really different and read me after. We've had, some, questions. we've had some juicy questions. I know. Juicy <laughs> questions meeting me at different spaces and be like, guys, what's happening? Yeah. I think we usually is the fact that you're in no judgment space. Mm. And I, like, sometimes this, this really annoys me about you. The fact that you don't care. <laughs> guys, uh, Josue does not care. There are a lot of things that, you know, you speak to your friend about and you're like, you know, and he, I literally argue about so many things with you, but it's at the end of the day, I feel like it's you giving your honest opinion. And it's not about judgment. Yeah. And I could literally say, some, say something as well that hurts you, but then the way you make it, you know, seem that, okay, this thing hurt me or probably would hurt me is the way you explain it mm-hmm. and the way you put the point out and the way you say, okay, you know what? At the end of the day, it's easy to share something with you because you're not, you're not criticizing who I am. Yeah. Because a lot of times I'll tell someone, okay, you know what, I'm a Christian or I'm a this. And then I share the person, you go, I did this or I did that. And the person's like, hmm, you Christian girls. And they said that. But then I feel like with my friendship with you, I've not necessarily had to hear that mm-hmm. at any point in time. Yeah. I cannot recall you telling me many times that, oh, so you did this, so Christian girls, you know, in that kind of thing. And I feel like it, it really is nice to, to have a person as well that just roots for you in a truthful way and says, okay, fine, this is who you are. At this point in time, and if you change tomorrow, that's okay. Yeah. I think for me, for a long time, um, I mean, I've had friends as well, but um, 
at a period where other things in life are really difficult, you want to have a constant conversation with someone, either about say grad hub or school yeah. or other things in life or family, and have a space where there's no judgment because yeah. you want to be, to be like also move around those conversations. And I feel like with you as well, there's so many things as well that we talk about. Uh, you know, I beat intimate, intimate, mm. and I don't necessarily need to be so aware about what those things are. Mm. But then it's more also about the fact that you don't you don't say you're worthy of knowing this or you're worthy of knowing that. Mm. So we can see if it's if you give us a topic about government or about um business or about school or about people's personalities, about different things. We give our honest opinion and it doesn't necessarily fall back again after and say, Oh, you point fingers and say, You said that or you said this. You listen to the opinion, even if it changes like I mean, okay, you said that the last time, but if this is your opinion this time, then I, I buy your opinion. And I, I think that's one of the things that makes it easy for me to, you know, speak up or open up to you. Yeah. That's Aww. it. Aww. <laughs> we can't hear that part. Can you move closer to the mic and, and say it again? Because it sounds very weird. Aww. That doesn't sound <laughs> But I, I think, I mean, on the, kind of in the, in the train of uh, intentionality, yeah. um, I think the fact that we've even had hard conversations is probably one of the reasons why we're able to open up to each other. Yeah. Because I, I remember... Can, can we also mention that it's one of the reasons why Unreached as a podcast exists? Yes. Come on. Because we realize that it's easy for us to speak about those things. I don't necessarily have any feelings attached, but yeah. just have those conversations. Mm-hmm. I think it's... Facts, yeah, facts, it facts. was a pre... Like the, the, you know... It was the, the baby idea. Yeah, like the baby the, idea, the what initiated the idea for, yeah, yeah. through this conversation. So we're like, you know what? Why don't we record this conversation as well for other people as well to, mm-hmm. to hear? Yeah. And this is coming what, on the fourth episode. <laughs> Imagine. That's nice. But yeah, it's like, um, basically, uh, so we've been working together with Grout for a bit. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> uh, I can't remember when it was, but it was like two months ago. And, and basically, you're like, oh, uh you've been kind of off with your communication. Sometimes you're, you know, you're you're all over the place. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, you're passive aggressive without, without you noticing. And to me, I genuinely did not see that or feel that because it was kind of just like, Oh yeah, I'm just doing what I do. I'm just moving about. And then I respond when I respond, whatever the case may be. Um, and then the fact that we could have that conversation without necessarily uh, either of us being, I don't know, like feeling attacked and becoming defensive. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we kind of just moved to a point where it was like, okay, boom. How can we, how can we work with this? And uh, basically, how can we work to improve it? And you're like, okay, boom. Uh, if there's, there's a decision we make, we need to have it in writing so that I know that in future in future cases this is what I'm going off of. Yeah. Um so basically sometimes you refuse what you said though. So that had to help. Very rarely. Very rarely. That had to help. <laughs> so yeah, it's like the fact that we can have conversations without us involving like defensive feelings and becoming like defensive, like, oh you're attacking me. Da, yeah. da, da. It's like the fact that we have that is something that allows to that allows us to be able to have a good conversation and meaningful conversation, uh, regardless of whether we're criticizing something about the other person yeah. and still be able to move, to move forward with it. I think it's also just here to see we have a, a healthy friendship 
Um, and guys, don't take this personal, but we do talk about you guys. Um, we talk about <laughs> a lot of things. Um, and that doesn't necessarily is on the podcast or anything. It could be anything literally, but then we get to share our opinions. And I like the fact that it's, it's always very much sincere um, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, what what is the whole idea about um, opening up to people? Do you think it's really, really based on the person's personality? Um, and also, going back to, do you feel like you drift a lot from away from people who don't give you the space for you to communicate or you still mm. find a way to talk to them? <coughs> Unless it's generally about people who don't save your guilty pleasure. Right. Um, I mean, I think I might have the tendency to slightly drift away from people who don't necessarily open up to me as much as I would like to open up to them. Mm. Um, If they're really super close, like in my life, like I consider them one of my, my people, people. Um, I'll drift away, not because of like not wanting to talk to you, but more because of uh, everything that's going on in my life. Maybe like I have like school, which is going heavy. Yeah. Um, But in terms of, opening up to just anyone. I think it really depends on the, well, one, the personality, because it needs to be a person who themselves opens up the space to, for me to open up in that, in that, Mm. to that extent. So, I'm generally already that kind of person. You like when someone else gives a first handshake? Yeah, I guess in, in some way. So like, I, I mean, I told you that I, like, for me to open up, you have to first open up. Yeah. So, in a way, I like having someone, well, for me to open up, I need to have a person who uh, already creates that space by themselves being like, oh, yeah, this is this is, what's, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's definitely personality-based. Yeah. In terms of those who are already with me and then sometimes we drift away, it's not necessarily a case of, yeah, like I want to put some distance between me and them. Well, some it is, but very few cases. Yeah. Uh, mostly it's just, oh, like I can't talk to you as much as I used to at some point, yeah. which is actually, okay. So I realized this and I probably want to ask you this. Mm. So... Um, do you have certain people who come back to you and yeah. they're like, oh, why haven't you texted back in a couple of days? Da, 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 da. Why haven't you done this? Da, 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 da. Like basically texting. Yeah. Mostly about texting. And like they, they come to you and they're like, oh, why haven't you texted back in two, three days? And they're like, they get yeah, salty about it. So. You haven't? Yeah. I have. And I realized it's not necessarily that I don't want to text Extra, back. Yeah. It's that I have kind of tiers of priority. Mm. And some of your priority list. Sure. That's nice. So good to know. Is this my advantage? <laughs> so like I'll I'll have <laughs> that is why it's like women. Women. <laughs> so like I'll have a tier one which is 
immediate and like mm. I need to answer now or like as soon as possible. Yeah. And that would be like work or someone I'm seeing yeah. or like my super close friends. If some like I'll usually read a text yeah. and then I immediately put it into a tier. Yeah. Um the more casual stuff will now go into like tier two or tier three, depending. Mm. But most people you'll find I'm like ghosting, but not really ghosting for maybe like a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And it's not really that I've ghosted you. It's that I read the message, put it to a low importance. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot about it completely because I had stuff of higher importance, which were like in my head right then and there. Mm. Um, I think I want to respond around that. I think for me before it was more of um I don't I don't like when people like I don't like seeing I don't have people do it 500 and something messages. <laughs> I had this person who told me before that you're never really ever busy. Uh-huh. You you are going to be busy if you um don't know how to prioritize your time. Yeah. And you don't know exactly what to be involved with. Mm-hmm. And if someone tells you I'm busy, or I can't talk to you, it's just because you're not part of the agenda right. of priority. Yeah. And I think for me now, in terms of replying to people, most of the times I'm on my phone. Mm-hmm. Most of my work has to do with my phone. So I literally can do most things from my phone. Right. So I go to WhatsApp and I'm like, why should I leave you hanging if I can give you a response now? Mm-hmm. So I have no problem. But then based on the other things I've been able to like do this the way I'm working mostly from my laptop or the events that I'm planning and things like that, mm-hmm. I realize it's so difficult to reply to people. But then something that struck me recently also was, it's not just about replying, it's actually replying you in the right way, in the right tone, and telling you exactly how I feel. And so sometimes, um, of recent, that's the word, I've been I've been learning to not be pressured to reply people. Right. So that I have enough time to look at the response. And I think I did that the other day with you, and I was like, give me time to sit on this, because mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes now you, so saying something is not necessarily the way you think about it or the way you feel about it. So yeah. I want to sit with it, think about it, then respond. And I think, oh, I need to so tell you thank you, Aranda, because you helped me a little bit in my professional experience. And oh. it's been... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's been, you know, standard to say, you know what? I get that you're um you're in need of this response. Right. But I can't give you a response now because if you want the best possible response from me from me, yeah, which is truthful, authentic, and hits what you exactly want to actually responding to the question you're asking, mm-hmm. then I need time. And I feel like that's also very important when people have to think about it when you send someone a message. Mm-hmm. Um, we need one or two minutes to think about it. So it's more of like I can't just text Josue now, for example, and say, would you die for me? That's not a realistic question. Mm-hmm. And as much as him responding, oh, I will not, because, you know, it also needs to depend on what context. Probably you'll have right. a follow-up question. Yeah. And he will need to also reflect a little bit about the, the 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 way that we are in terms of, oh, is it just die of, or oh, as friends? And then what's the person living for? Why am I the one dying? And why are you the one living? You get those different things. So it's, it's really also sometimes we really ask people some really crazy things. Especially that question of would you die for me? Mm. A lot of a lot of I a lot of girls That's ask that question. Mad question. Or like, would you love me if I was a bug? What? Why? Why would you want to be a bug? What? That's the question. No, I wouldn't even know about your existence if you were a bug. But why would you? My question always is like, why would you want to? Eh, eh, eh. I think I think we should close this episode <laughs> by speaking about something very important that my friend um spoke up the other time. And I think she introduced what our next episode should be about. People's vices. Um, vices as in things that you do that are bad or negative to yourself. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of the world, um, things of the masses talk here. Mm-hmm. Um, the question around it would just be, 
know, can we hold on to knowing what your vices are and what my vices are? Mm-hmm. Then we can talk about that in the next episode. So, mm-hmm. between now and the next episode, in terms of communicating, do we talk about our negative things that go either hurt us or hurt the people that we are with? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you think that's something that we can talk about in the next episode? Let's do it. Okay. See y'all. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. This was Unmuted. Remember next time when you walk into a room, Unmute.